So let's have a chat about harmony and the paradox of diversity in harmony. So in harmony, it's about joining others and their model of the world, making sure that we experience life from that person's perspective. So let's just have a look at this. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realization and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. So harmony is the, is the area that's most important for the Quadrant 3 part of us. It's important for the Quadrant 3 to have everyone involved. The right back part of the brain is, is the collective. It's where we um, go into our herd instinct. It's where we make sure that, that everyone is looked after, that relationships are preserved and that is harmony between all. So this is an interesting area because it's it's about, there's upsides and there's downsides to harmony. And it's, it's hugely diverse because uh, harmony in our world reflects the harmony within. So let's just start and have a look at that first and then we'll build it out from there. So I, I would suggest that there's, when there's harmony within us, there is harmony within our world. So in other words, we can we can tolerate um, what appears to be disharmony to some people uh, if we have harmony within. So so let's just have a look firstly then at the at the state of harmony within. And if we're feeling at, at, at peace with ourselves and and we have all of our quadrants firing um, so that we can see the world from a multi-perspective viewpoint, then our tolerance for the world becomes greater. Now, that doesn't mean to say that we are allowing the world to um, have bizarre behaviors and bizarre um, situations and that it's all is okay. And this is the paradox of it because it is okay and it's not okay. And we'll, we'll look at how this works. So from, a, from a, a neurological perspective then, there are certain things that we need. There's certain certain aspects that we have to have as a human being at our physical body level. The four things are within the four quadrants. So the firstly is that quadrant one part, which likes to have variety and fun. In fact, it likes uncertainty. It likes the, the possibilities. It likes the fantasy and the dreams. And you, you see children as they're, as they're developing that, they're two and three and four years old, their, their fantasy takes them into all sorts of fascinating places. They assume all sorts of different characters uh, as, a, as a, an exploration. It's, it's a state of uncertainty. They don't know. Uh, they just trust. They just go with it and they flow. They'll fall over. They'll pick themselves back up again and carry on. And so that variety, that, that testing this and, and touching that and playing with this and playing with that and finding out what happens when we do this and that, it, that's a discovery phase and it's, and it's filled with fun. Everything is fun and it's joyful. 
the opposite of that is a quadrant two phase. And that's where we, we pass our, our information through the quadrant two. And that's where we pull on our history. So the history wants to have uh, certainty. And so we need the balance to the uncertainty, and that is certainty. So that could be um, a home, um, our room, our if we're young, our toys, or if we're old, our toys too. Um, the it wants to have a, a house. It wants to, to have our, our partner. It, it's it's a it feels certain with um, certain things that are very familiar and and they create habits and and there's patterns there. So you know driving to work in the, to the same job in the same way is is part of certainty and so those two opposing parts then um, are also joined with two other opposing parts and that is the harmony part which is quadrant three which is love and connection and that's that's wanting uh, support it's wanting hugs it's wanting to be felt to, to feel good it's a kinesthetic area and that's opposed by a significance so the significant part of us wants to have identity it wants to that's a quadrant four part it wants to be um, identified as as someone of or of of substance or someone who's, who's worth worthy of note so like to have a um, a certain address you know behind or in front of our name um, we like to have the accolades and the, the prizes and the trophies and and so forth that identity that that comes with that quadrant four part so within that then we've got those four areas as so the um, we want we want uncertainty and that's the spice of life we want certainty and that's the substance of, of stability in life we want the love and connection which is the um, people in our life and we also want to have identity and and stand out from the crowd um, and be recognized and have significance so each of those then are essential components if you like of of a harmonious self and and or a harmonious relationship so that when the one part is missing it becomes problematic in other words you know if uh, people get together and uh, in a relationship and there's harmony there because there's, there's fun and variety and there's uh, and they've got each other as a as, as a partner so there's a certainty to it and then they they love and support each other and and they idolize those parts of each other that are um, amazing that we've got those four parts all working now after a period of time as a, the honeymoon is over and things start to get into normal activity maybe things can get a bit um, mundane you know the saving and working hard and so forth and so the uncertainty starts to go out uh, of it the variety starts to, to leave the relationship and and so the there's a void there and there's a tendency for uh, us to find that variety elsewhere and so if it's not in one form it'll be in another if it's uh, not in the individual we'll tend to find it in our partner so that's where where partnerships start to morph and so what brings us together uh, very rarely is what keeps us together so we start to lose sight of the the variety that took place um, in the in the initial stages and we 
we find variety then in other areas if it's not within our partner. So um, it could be in work, it could be in sports, it could be in all sorts of other attractions. Um, likewise, you know, if the certainty goes out of it, then we tend to find that in other areas. Um, we find love and connection maybe in other areas, and it may not be at a, um, a level of betrayal in terms of um, romantic, but it could be in terms of connecting and, and support with um, people in, in, in a work environment or in a team environment and so forth. So got the idea. So, so there's, there's a, a certain base needs, which are these four quadrants. And when, when one is, is missing in a relationship, when in fact, there's nothing ever missing, but if it's perceived to be missing, then we'll bring in a greater relationship in order to fulfill that part. So that's uh, the relationship then is an extension of ourself. And we will always find the missing parts elsewhere or the perceived missing parts elsewhere. So what's interesting about relationships though is that, is that we, we are attracted by sameness and we tend to stay together with the difference. And the differences are the real binding factors, I think, in, in, in harmonious relationships. And, and that's what keeps people to, together because they appreciate the, the differences. Um, so you know, often we, we find ourselves seeking the company of, of those that are like us and like what we like and see the world as we do. And we actually are creating um, uh, a rather bland sort of relationship, which depending on what we're, where we're coming from is going to be quite chaotic or quite um, unproductive or quite hostile. Um, so it depends on, on what our um, likes are. And if we do find a person that likes exactly what we like and are like we like, if we do stay together for any period of time, we start to morph anyway. We start to, to shift to balance out for the other. Um, and it's sort of like a, an orchestra. You know, an orchestra is a whole group of, of different instruments. You know, it's, it's, not, it's not all the same instrument, all playing the same uh, song. Um, you know, we want harmony, we want difference to, to make that um, truly rich. So an appreciation of the differences is the key and embracing the differences. So, you know, if we have a, a, a company or a, or a team that is just a bunch of yes pe- people, it's a sure way to grind the, the relationship of those people to a halt. So, you know, two two or more people singing the same notes is just just a loud noise. So, so imagine if you're like highly expressive and do high quadrant one, um, you're like different and variety, and if you bring in this in a team of, of the same sort of people, well, you're going to have a good time, but I doubt whether you get much done in the organisation department. So, making sure then that. Um, there is a downside and there's a cost of, of harmony if it's harmony for sameness sake and it's lowered productivity, it's lowered creativity, it's lowered harmony itself and that's sort of oxymoron in itself. So trying trying to keep the pieces really, really tiring and it's not about that. It's about having difference, it's about embracing difference, it's about seeing the difference in another person and uh, allowing oneself to uh, work with that difference by joining their model of the world. So there's there's a, a challenge here then in any group, any any relationship, or even within yourself, um, to appreciate the the 
the dark side, to appreciate the shadow, to appreciate the, the not me part and uh, allow that to um, be as it is. And it's not about fixing it by making it work better. It's about managing for it. So observe what your strengths are. Observe who uh, who you are at your best. You know, what's your, where's your superpower? What is it that you do really, really well? And then who do you need around you to um, uh, augment that? So let's let's just summarize this. Maybe a few to-dos on this one is um, if you're as an individual or as a, a, a relationship or as a team, then look at every essential task and job and service and identify it. You know, identify the roles and responsibilities that you've got within a, within that organization. That, that could be that organization could be just you or it could be an organization of thousands. It doesn't matter. Establish it, what the, the tasks and jobs and the JDs and so forth are. And then um, select a, a profile that, of the character traits and the skills that will be best required to service that role or responsibility with, with in a state of excellence. So making sure that you, if you've, if that's your um, forte, then jump into it and that's got your name all over it. But if it's not your forte, then uh, the question has to come, well, who is the who? You know, who's the who to fill it? Who's, who's, who can do this particular role that is not my high preference? And as an individual, you would outsource that. Um, in a relationship, it's probably going to be in-house because it's someone else. If you're if you're strong in one area, your partner is highly likely to be strong in the opposite area because that's that's how we morph as a, as as relationships. So, um, if it's if it's a group or a team, obviously you select according to that. You always hire according to the gaps. You're looking for harmony in the team, but that means hiring people who are very dissimilar to everyone else in, in the team. And then you make sure that the procedures and policies and the scripts and, and, and everything that makes the thing work are there for every function. And that includes your life. There's certain things that you put that, that have to be done uh, at certain times during the, the day or, or the hour or the week or the month or the year. So have it have it written it out. Have it on on your diary so that you know that you know the insurance gets paid twice a year and the rates get paid at certain times and all those things that that if they don't get done, life starts to become troublesome. And so you allow for yourself to to be proceduralized. Um, if it's a business, if it's a team, obviously you take it to to the next level. So, um, but it's still about procedures and policies and, and scripts if necessary. So that, in, but the important thing on this one is to ensure that the procedures are tied to the overarching values. That always you've got a why for doing a given procedure. You you're doing something because it adds to the to the purpose of your or assists in the purpose of your life or of the endeavor of the relationship or the or the uh, the group. And then obviously put time and energy money, resources into um, drilling down the aspects of a function so that, um, you know, look at what it is that you want to create in your life and make sure that you're allocating time and energy and money to 
um, improving that and to learning more about it and to becoming better at it. And likewise in a relationship, you know, look at the areas of the relationship that may be a bit sketchy. Is it the, you know, is it the quadrant one, two, three or four? Is it the, you know, is, do you have enough uncertainty in, in your marriage or relationship? Or uh, do you have enough certainty? Do you have enough love and connection? Do you have enough significance? So look at each of those and identify which you might want to work on um, to manage in a given time frame. And sometimes it may be a, a year dedicated to a certain area. Uh, other times it may just be a few months or maybe just a, a seminar or a workshop or uh, a session with someone you know who's who's got that that part of their life nailed. So that's the that's the dynamic nature of this. You know, harmony is is not just a place that we get to. It's a state that we're in. It's a state that we are constantly evolving. Uh, we're Id- identifying. We're getting more content on, more data on. We're playing with and experimenting with, and then we're reinventing it. We're going to another level again with it. So you know, ensure that you're. Harmony is 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 embracing the disharmony, and that's the disharmony that relates within you and within others. And when you do embrace it, then it becomes harmonious. So that's the that's the crazy part about it. So that's the that's the weird uh, aspect of this is embracing um, the disharmony creates creates harmony, and then you can orchestrate it and um, know that everyone is different to you. So there's no two people exactly the same. And that's what makes up this beautiful um, tapestry of life is that the, the, the differences uh, bring the, the harmony, they bring the, the context and the color and the, um, and the juice in life. So have, have fun with this one. Harmony is a, is, a, is a beautiful thing to see. When you see it, you know it. Um, when it's not there, you know it too. And uh, so just look inside and say, okay, where am I going to embrace this paradox of diversity and harmony and join others in their model of the world? Let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident, connected, and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.